Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the Escape of Danamora After Show. Tonight, we are talking about parts three, four, and five of this juicy drama. So stay tuned because we're going to discuss everything from hacksaws to manholes and the power of ground beef. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome to the Escape at Danamore After Show. I'm your host, Leslie Powers, joined by the lovely... Hi, everyone. I'm Heather Geisler. And man, is the music choices in this show weird... But I love Kelly Clarkson. Um, So we're going to get started in just a few. And don't forget to stay tuned for the whole show because later on we have a special segment that Miss Heather is going to deliver called Escape Artists, where we're going to highlight even more people trying to break out of prison. Isn't that fun? Um, And also stay tuned for some news and gossip that I will get to a little bit later. But... um, we have a lot to go through. Yes, we do. We have a lot three. Has yeah, um, <laughs> so much has happened. I feel like I've been on this journey with them um, forever, and don't worry, they finally get out. Mm. If you were curious, mm. if they actually get out, yeah. it happens. Um, but I want your initial thoughts on kind of the middle portion of the miniseries. Yeah, it was definitely jam packed yes. full of stuff. I thought that the intensity of it was really great and it kept me I mean, I watched them all back to back. It was just oh my so gosh, exciting. Yeah, I did. Next, next. Yeah, I, next. I had to. I was like, I gotta know. Uh yeah. I especially loved the scenes where Sweat is he's putting in all the work to escape. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it was really exciting to watch. No, really it, it, it definitely yeah. was. It continued um, the way it was shot, continued mm-hmm. to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Lots of really like extreme wide shots with them like zooming and just kind of yeah. capturing the, I guess they were doing that to just show how many people are crammed into this mm-hmm. space. But the more you said last episode that um, you think everybody in the town like works at yeah. this prison, it started to feel that way. Yeah. The more you saw people in the town, I was like, man, this is like the only thing right. going on. Yeah. And like they're running into them at the grocery store, you know, and yeah, yeah it just kind of all made sense. Yeah. But it was, um, I couldn't watch them back to back. Oh. It was like an hour at a time mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. It was a lot that they put on you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Tilly, she... She can be hard to watch because she feels so much and she just wants to be loved and accepted (laughs) and but she's seeking it from the prisoners. So that is that is kind of rough. And playing Kelly Clarkson's heartbeats. Yeah. (laughs) She's riding in the car. Yeah. Poor yeah, poor Lyle. I know. Which yeah, which further um (laughs) further proves my point about her being kind of like a lovesick teenager listening Mm, to these pop mm -hmm. songs and just dreaming and fantasizing about what's gonna happen with these men. So um well I wanna start off with this whole ground beef thing because I can't mention ground beef and not Mm -hmm. expand on that. Um so when she was Tilly was going through the hardware store and then the grocery store mm-hmm. and buying all these things. 
did you did you think when she was buying the ground beef that she would end up using it to hide the other things that she was buying? No, I definitely didn't. I thought yeah. that she was kind of running her errands and this was just, you know, another stop on her list. And then I was like, how did she even think to do that? I know. Like, and why would the guard just give him the meat? Yeah. Like, so, is, uh, yeah, I want to yeah, talk about that. Yeah. I don't know when, well, first of all, I thought I was like, oh, she's making burgers for dinner mm-hmm. for Lyle. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. And then she just like threw it in the freezer. I'm like, yeah. what in the hell? And then you see her like wrap it back up yeah. and give it to Jean. Mm-hmm. And he's, she's like, give it to inmate sweat for being, I want to keep mm-hmm. the peace in the shop. Mm-hmm. And then he just gives it to, what is their relationship, Jean and, and Richard? Cause it's, I, it's strange. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Cause they even talk about later about like, Oh, have you ever thought about leaving this town? You know, so yeah. clearly they they have an intimate relationship, and for some reason, Gene does give him the gift. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Gift mm-hmm. from Tilly without checking it. I I definitely thought that he would check it at least out of yeah. curiosity. I still think he would have given it to him, but uh, I'm not sure what their relationship is. I think they probably just have spent so much time together and. Gene is also bored in his life and true they've just become friends and confidants yeah I mean I wonder sweat has said he was in there for 12 years but I wonder mm. how long Richard's been in there I don't know I don't think it's said. yeah if you were on the live chat let us know if you have any idea about this Gene mm-hmm. Richard relationship because um, he seems to give him whatever the hell he wants yeah so no he, questions asked no questions asked and he kind of runs things in there mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's just like Hey, we're, yeah, mm-hmm. we're pals. Mm-hmm. Even he, so know. he tells Tilly, like, you shouldn't be doing this and next time find someone else to do it. But doesn't yeah. he do it multiple times? Gives him. I don't know if he gives him multiple times from Tilly, okay. but he gives him stuff. Right, right. Like mm-hmm. paints or mm-hmm. hooch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I also made a note in my notes that um, I remember the cashier saying, like, she didn't have enough cash. Mm-hmm. So she put it on her credit card, and I kept thinking, stupid, stupid. Yeah, so I was like, you're caught. You're caught. Yeah. Like, Don't uh, leave a trail. Paper trail. <laughs> have, yeah. you ne- have you never watched Making a Murderer? Come on. Um, so they get the hacksaws, and then they start cutting through their cells. And mm-hmm. I, did you catch the whole magnet thing? How Sweat, mm. like, wrapped these magnets in, like, um, what's that tape called? Why am I blinking? And like masking tape, mm-hmm. and it caught the debris from when they were shaving and cutting. Like there were oh, shavings. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, how super how? smart? They're in prison. How? Where are they reading? They don't have internet. How are they? I <laughs> knowing how to do no this idea. stuff. I guess if you want to escape badly enough, you figure it out. <laughs> well, well, they just thought of everything. Yeah, yeah literally everything. Mm-hmm. So they start. You know, they get through. Um, and sweat starts exploring, mm-hmm. and then um, he hits a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And when he tells Richard, he's like, well, there's a sledgehammer down there. Yeah. Like, did you think they were ever going to get through a no. brick wall? No. And then I think the frustration that was built up and Sweat wanting so desperately 
to just be out of his situation. I thought it was a good accumulation to the moment when he does start like breaking down the wall. Yeah, that was a good shot. Yeah. Uh, And just a good metaphor for, you know, what he's going through and what they're doing. Yeah. And Sweat did all the work. Ironically, his name is Sweat. I know. Like, he did all the hard work. <laughs> Sweating. He did a lot of yeah. work. I think I thought when he started breaking down the brick wall, I'm like, this is never going to, this is a mm-hmm. Shawshank moment where it's going to take you 20 years mm-hmm. to do this. I thought, I was like, oh, this must be where Tilly comes in, like mm-hmm. somehow gets them out like a back door mm-hmm. or something. Right. That's like, what how, I thought. Like, how do you happen. know what's going to be on the other side? Yeah. What if there's like, just like a guard standing there yeah. and he's like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Go back to your cell. Like, how does nobody hear anything? I know. I, I, I know wondered that too. It. I don't know how they did all of that without ever being caught. Or h- how long was sweat down there at times and n- no one ever noticed that he was missing? You know, if it, yeah. I mean, I think they said five, that it was like five hours before any, like before ch- mm-hmm. like checks in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably, he was probably, he wasn't yeah. sleeping. He right. kept right. talking about how tired he was. Yeah. Oh, man. Ground beef. Who mm-hmm. knew? Hey, if you're ever thinking about escaping from prison and you're watching the show, <laughs> have someone hide it in ground yeah. beef. Who knew? Um, well, we have some other awesome things that aren't ground beef that we want to tell you yes. about. <laughs> hey, guys. Before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us be the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so we can get involved in the conversation. So you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us in doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yay! And there's plenty of them for you to enjoy. So many. Thank you guys so much. So... Next, I want to talk about how Tilly becomes more involved in this picture. Because at this point, she doesn't know. She thinks Mm -hmm. the hacksaws are for picture frames. Mm -hmm. So um, first, Lyle finds the the dog painting that (laughs) Richard gave her. Yes. And Richard is so damn charming when he gets confronted. He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, she's going to give that to you for your anniversary. You just ruined the surprise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) What? I don't know if Lyle is gullible or he just wants to believe it. I, I flip yeah. flop back and forth between it, you know? Like, I yeah. don't think he really wants to believe that Tilly is actually involved with, you know, the prisoners. Yeah. And yeah. on top of hearing all the rumors. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense, you know? But yeah. I don't think he wants to believe it. No, I think he still wants to believe that. And we learn so much more in the yeah. in the flashback episode that we'll get to in the yeah. next after show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but he's charming enough to convince him mm-hmm. to like ma- basically to get Lyle off the scent. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Richard also uses Sweat's T-shirt to like entice Tilly and even further. And then he starts talking about like what would happen if they all you know, we're able to be together in Mexico mm-hmm. and they escaped and he paints this picture of them being this like happy family mm-hmm. in Mexico and she's eating it up. Yeah, she is. That she is. <laughs> she, she is loving it. But he tells her it's going to take a few years and she kind of mm-hmm. laughs that off. So at that point, I wonder if she thought he was actually serious that they mm-hmm. were taking steps to actually break out or if she was just like, you're just talking a big game. Yeah, I feel like she probably just thought 
that he was talking and it was nice to fantasize and everything that she's kind of doing is like a fantasy. Even if Mm -hmm. the physical stuff is real, I do feel like she's just living in this, like you said, teenage fantasy. Yeah. This teenage Mm -hmm. dream, Katy Perry style. Um, so after he tells her about, about it at the end of that episode, he does that weird weird thing. Oh, that caught me so off guard. Like I was, I was laying in bed when I was watching and I was like, okay, this is, I'm going to just, um, start I guess relaxing yeah and he goes into that deep voice and I'm like my eyes pop open it was so intimidating and scary and yeah that was good and I I would love to hear how he decided to do that and if it was in the script like yeah you know he says it with a booming voice or something but yeah, that like, was a don't good, tell anyone. That was a good choice. Yes, I yeah, I bet that was an improv choice. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, are you out there? Let us know yeah. if that was improv. But it it's like I took it seriously because it was a little intense, but it also was kind of funny at the same was, time because yeah. I think Tilly was kind of like, yeah. okay, like of course I'm not gonna. But yeah. I think by him saying that solidified that they were actually thinking about doing it. Yeah, and she like was like, yeah. oh no, he needed to. He needed to inform her that this actually is serious yes and that she needs to be on her game and i mean he you know he's manipulating her this whole time and i mean then essentially he's no longer really hiding the manipulation it's like this is what's happening yeah so and yeah i think he's worried a little bit that she's gonna Mm -hmm. slip up into lyle Mm-hmm. Or confide in somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sweat gets scared that she even knows. Oh when, yeah, he was mad. Yeah. He was like, "Dude, like, why didn't you tell me?" You know. Yeah. Now he's like, she's. He's like, I ran into her. Yeah. And she's all saying, like, yeah. "We're gonna get cows." Right. Yeah. He's <laughs> not, he's so not funny. happy with this threesome fantasy <laughs> at all. No, he's, he's like, not. this is not working. <laughs> yeah, but then Richard goes even further and starts talking about Mexico, and um, he's like, she, and then Tilly's like, oh, but. Once once we get there, I'll find you somebody. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'll just yeah. be me and sweat. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. So she actually does care for sweat. Yes. In a more romantic way than than Matt. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was interesting to see. I was like, okay, so she does have a preference. She's not just going along with who, whoever's no. in front of her. So and then no. I I thought it was interesting to see the motivation she had to start working out yes. and making herself all you know nice with her hair and I was like wow that love is a strong motivator isn't yes. it <laughs> yes, it is. well I think that she I think she felt like sexy maybe yeah. around Richard Matt and yeah. he, he was kind of feeling that like he wants me vibe that sweat yeah he, like you said before it was the more baby boy kind mm-hmm. of like if she wants to be with him that's mm-hmm. so gross yeah um but yeah she starts working out and um buys bathing suits buys, oh my gosh yeah and patricia arquette i just can have to say how amazing it is that she went from like gaining 40 pounds and then probably i don't know if she filmed the scenes where she loses the mm-hmm. weight i'm sure first but then all the way to the end where she, you know, probably loses more weight when yeah. at the very end. So anyway, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it beca- it starts to become real and the timeline gets bumped up because Sweat discovers there's a steam pipe underneath where he's breaking that brick wall down and the heat gets turned off for the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer a liability to go through the steam pipe and he cuts it open and he's like, jackpot. Mm-hmm. And that's when... 
Richard tells Tilly, like, no, this is a few weeks, not a few years. Mm-hmm. So you better be ready. And I feel like she was kind of terrified. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't what <laughs> right. I don't think she thought that she would ever need to step up into a role like that. I think no. she just wanted to fantasize. Yeah, and then it's scary when it becomes a reality. Yeah, and, and then, especially for Tilly, like, I mean, they're hesitant. You know, is she going to follow through? Is she going to go through with? Well, this? sure. You know, so liability. <laughs> yeah, big time. Well, mm-hmm. because Sweat gets to the end and he figures out like where he can get out into the street and out of the prison mm-hmm. walls, and mm-hmm. that's when Richard like out the window shows Taylor that's where you're going to get us. So that becomes really real to where she's like, Oh, I'm the getaway driver Mm -hmm. and I got to work out and buy bathing suits and get in shape. (laughs) And I I do, I do want to say those scenes with him going through that pipe. Oh my God. Oh, it was, that was hard. I was feeling so claustrophobic. Yeah. I, I don't know how he did that. I probably would have gotten to that point. and been like, Nope. Right. No. I don't know how he got, like, got back out. You'd have to crawl through and then, like, scooch back. Oh, uh, it would be so, sick. yeah, I would be hyperventilating. I feel like he did get stuck at one point. He, uh, he was, like, Ugh. he was going off for mm-mm, sure. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. I told my husband, yeah. I'm like, that's a hard pass for yeah. me. That's a yeah. hard pass. And I don't know how uh, Richard Matt fit through there, but. Well, what I, I heard on this podcast interview with Ben Stiller is that the um, actual pipe was 18 inches diameter mm. and but the, they built one in a studio that was like 25 or something okay. so it wasn't as accurate be, uh-huh. to fit them but yeah they were like wow. super tight wow in there um last part of the plan Impressive. is tilly's worried about lyle like sweat makes a good point what's gonna happen if tilly comes to pick us up lyle wakes up in the middle of the night realizes she's gone starts freaking out calling the cops mm-hmm. and then they don't have enough time to get anywhere mm-hmm. So Richard gives her these pills, along with a list that had a rope, a hatchet, a shotgun, and a shovel. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, I ain't messing around because when I'm out of these walls, yeah. it's the wild, wild west. Yeah, you can't get a deeper list than that. Like, <laughs> yeah. ooh. What did you think those pills were? Like, Did you think they were going to kill Lyle necessarily? No, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to kill him. I, I did just think that they were sleeping pills. Uh and then the next question is, is she going to do it? Can yep. she do it? You know, this is her first test, essentially. I mean, she it's a lot easier to buy things. Mm-hmm. And, she, I mean, she did follow through on that. But yep. now she's starting to affect her partner. And then it's like go time. Yep. This, there's no turning back once that happens. So, And I can't tell if, she, if in that moment she's like, I care about Lyle and I don't want to do this to him. Yeah. Or if she's just like, because she made that comment, she's like, you know, when people are mowing their lawn and they just drop down dead of a heart attack, like, why can't that happen to Lyle? <laughs> so mean. I know, it's so sad. <laughs> Poor Lyle. Yeah. Um, I have to, there was a super cool shot at the end of, um, I must have been episode four, where it was like extreme wide shot of the yard when all mm-hmm. the prisoners were out in the yard. And then it goes like yes. the whole time while they're talking. And I was like, where are they? Yes. They were so tiny. It was like, where's Waldo? I was trying yeah. to find them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not where I thought they were. <laughs> not at all. Not. But they start talking about the plan further. And so the plan is Richard says he knows people in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So they'll go there, lay low, and then they'll ditch Tilly along the way and go mm-hmm. to Mexico. This yeah. poor woman, the whole time they're just like, bye. Mm-hmm. Thanks for getting us out. Yeah. 
Poor Tilly. <laughs> she has no idea what she's getting herself into. But you know what? After the flashback episode in episode six, I don't feel bad for Tilly. And we'll get to that yes. later. Um, this little mini topic that happened was um, Murder, who ends up being the supervisor in the shop once mm-hmm. Sweat gets fired, um, gets the crap beat out of him because Richard snitches on him for smoking, mm-hmm. says he's a rotten apple, and he's the reason why Quota is mm-hmm. falling and Tilly might lose her job. Um, I thought that was kind of a case of maybe some racist guards, too, because I don't know yeah. that that would have happened had it been Richard that was Yeah, I wasn't. On. I mean, I wasn't sure why it was even necessary for that to all happen. I, I don't really know why that was added into the story, other than maybe that's something that actually happened. Yeah. But to me, it felt a little pointless. I, I guess I don't understand why that needed to be in there. I think it was to show that um, Tilly was kind of close to losing her job because okay. her higher ups were like, "You're not hitting your quota." Yeah, the pressure was on. And Richard's like, "I can't have her getting fired because mm. she is our ticket." Yeah, and yeah. And so I think that he was willing to kind of do anything to mm-hmm. divert the attention away from yeah, that. Yeah, that's what yeah, I think. That, that makes sense. Yeah, redirect the attention. But also, it probably really happened. Mm-hmm. For, maybe just to show the brutality right. of prison, right? And and the fact that there could have been a lockdown. And then they decided not to do that. And then that allows them to then still escape. Because otherwise they wouldn't have been able to do it that day. That's true. That they did. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's just the events all leading mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, well, lastly, I want to talk about this damn escape. Because we... <laughs> yes. <laughs> the show's called Escape at Danamora. Let's talk about some escaping. Um, There's an escape? What? There what? <laughs> so the night before the actual escape, Sweat does the whole route himself and times himself. Mm-hmm. And he lifts that, like, lid off the manhole and pokes his head out. And what Ben Stiller said in this podcast interview is that when he ended up talking to to Sweat in person, he was like, why didn't you just go? Yeah. Because he could have just left. Yeah. Without without mm-hmm. Richard, without all that baggage, and been like, yeah. bye. I also thought that. Mm-hmm. But he said he never thought. He never thought about go- doing it by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean... Yeah, I guess this is going into into next week. But uh, Sweat was actually, even though he wasn't the one to initiate the plan, mm-hmm. he ends up being MVP is not the right word. <laughs> no, it is. In this escape, it is. <laughs> but, you know, Richard Matt ends up just being a sack of potatoes. Yeah, why was he so, he did nothing. I don't understand why he was so bad at escaping when it was his idea. Maybe they felt like somebody had to be up there mm-hmm. in case something went wrong. And they could cover for the other yeah, one. Yeah. I, I don't know. But literally, all he did was drink and pass out and, like, get rest. Yeah. It was ridiculous. He's uh-huh. like, well, I, I brought you the plan, right. so why don't you go execute it? Mm-hmm. I guess that was kind of just his MO in prison anyways. He's, like, the head honcho. So True. he just has everyone else doing things for him. So yeah. he's just like, mm, yeah. This is just another one of those things. <laughs> um, so murder gets out of the box gets out of the shoe, whatever whatever TV term you want to call solitary confinement. <laughs> um, and he threatens to beat Richard up for snitching on him. Um, but right before they are supposed to meet in the yard, Richard has this nice moment with the prison guard, Gene, mm-hmm. where you were saying he's like, I think I'm going to go on a vacation. And yeah. They're like fantasizing together. It's. A, mm-hmm. I feel like I in know. the moment, he almost wants to tell him. Yeah. You know, or maybe... 
have Gene ask him because Gene obviously knows that, you know, I think he asked Matt about the gift from Tilly, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe. Maybe. I, like, what's yeah. up with the ground beef or yeah, something? But yeah, but either way, I think that uh, we were kind of waiting for Gene to maybe ask, like, hey, what's going on? You yeah. know? Are so. you sleeping with her or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. And I think Matt, maybe he was like, well, you know, I'm not going to see you tomorrow. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was their final goodbye. Because he was like, you're a good man, Gene. Yeah. So maybe that was just one of the, maybe they just wanted to show that that was like the only genuine relationship mm-hmm. that he had had ever. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one of respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was some respect going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go out in the yard and they're, there's like a white supremacist group that starts, you know, instigating with murder and his crew. And that kind of takes the heat off Richard because they start beating the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. And then all the guards get involved. And then they, everybody's just lay, like yeah. face down on the ground for like hours. hours. That looks mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And they think they're going to do a lockdown, but no lockdown happens because the higher ups don't want to pay overtime to their workers. What a lucky break. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would have gone through with it had the lockdown happened and they would have done it a different night? Yeah, I think they would have done it a different night. But then yeah. who knows what would have happened with Tilly. So yeah. she might have gotten cold feet later. I mean, even though she's not able to make it yeah. anyways. Uh, but yeah, I think they were set on they were set on escaping. They were going to do it regardless. But I think yeah. once you work up the courage and the nerve, you know, it's like jumping off of a bridge it is once you jump it's like bungee jumping yeah you better do this now or it ain't happening yeah uh i wonder what a locked like how long a lockdown go it could Mm -hmm. go for who knows Mm -hmm. but what does that exactly mean i don't know because then i thought well they're just gonna be locked in their cells so then they can just escape anyway anyway yeah so i guess that's not the case Maybe there's just more guards or more mm-hmm. poli- like police around the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Who knows? If you know what a lockdown means, I hope you don't know from experience, but <laughs> who knows? Let us know. So finally, they do it in record time. I feel like Richard Matt gets a little scared in the pipe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got that stuck. claustrophobia, too. <laughs> yeah, and then sweat has to, like, pull him out. Mm-hmm. So they get up there. They're just... Totally vulnerable in the middle of the street. I was like sweating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, hide, hide, yeah. hide!" Because they do their like little silent cheer at one point, you know. And yeah. then they're like, "Oh, we did it, we did it," you know. And then Sweat's kind of like, "Be cool, be cool," you know. And they're like, "Where is she? What do we do?" You know. And yeah. then there's the neighbor. Oh my god, I was so scared. Yeah. It. So. Oh man. It was so crazy because mm-hmm. I was like, "Do something!" And then I love that Sweat's like, "Dude, act like a human being." Yeah. <laughs> Richard Matt has no idea how to behave. But yeah, they see this random guy. (laughs) He's just like, hey, what are you guys doing out here? I'm like, all these little seeds are planted just to like show how completely and utterly naked they must have felt being out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, Tilly doesn't show because at the same time, her and Lyle go to this Chinese restaurant and she has a freaking heart attack. Yeah. She's like, go go wash your hands. Go wash your hands. I thought she was going to do it. Yeah, put the pills in his drink. I thought she'd be able to put the pills in the drink. And that's why she had the panic attack, heart attack, whatever. Uh, And then she doesn't. I was like, wow, okay. She she didn't. I, you know, I felt like she had a conscience at that point. I thought, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. at that point she's like, Lyle is a good man. Mm -hmm. I can't do this to him. Yeah. 
Um, but still the whole time I'm thinking, what are they thinking being yeah. out in the open and she's not there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's thinking, oh my God, they think I abandoned them. Mm-hmm. But would she have actually gone through with it had she not had the panic attack or mm-hmm. heart attack? I don't know. I love that Lyle's like, I need to go settle up real quick <laughs> to go pay the bill before she can, oh, he yeah. can take her to the hospital. That. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. But. You know, I think they're like, going to oh, understand. Oh, I, I got to go. I, I got to go pay the bill. <laughs> and then they get to the hospital and he's like, the dogs haven't eaten in hours. I got to go. Feed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So meanwhile, Sweat and, and Matt are they keep walking. They're trying to enjoy their freedom. Sweat's like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sweat makes his plan to go. He says, let's go hide in the mountains, which there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like a lot of forest. Um, and, um, Richard wants to steal a car, but Sweat keeps being like, dude, let's lay low for a while and then steal the car Mm -hmm. and make a break for it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we end with these parts. And I, it was, I was like, what is, like, I knew what happened just because Mm -hmm. I saw little previews and articles Mm -hmm. I had read, but I still was like dying to see Mm -hmm. it all. Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I was I was very excited to see what route they or what route they chose and how they were going to pull it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. did, so did you think that Tilly was going to maybe eventually like show up? I was like maybe she's going to just like find yeah. them wandering I the street. Yeah, I thought so I don't know if we should keep this for predictions, but mm-hmm. I I did think that Tilly would try and find them. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she would feel guilty and anxious. And that Lyle obviously wasn't keeping a close eye on her, no. you know. So I'm sure she could have easily finagled her way out. And I thought she would run out of the hospital, honestly. Yeah. Like, I gotta go. I yeah. gotta go. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? I gotta go. Um, lastly, I just want to touch on the fact that Lyle earlier in this episode, like, was had waited for her on their anniversary. And yeah. she didn't show because she was getting drunk. And the bartender, she knew at the bar, personally, Mm -hmm. noticed that her looks were different and was like, I know exactly what you're (laughs) doing. So all these little things, I'm like, not paying cash. I'm like, you're leaving Mm -hmm. so much evidence Mm -hmm. that you were plotting something and doing something. Right. And how did Lyle not, like, when she came home drunk, he was just like, I got us food. I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he wanted to go to the bedroom and... Poor Lyle. He tried so hard. He did. He tried so hard. He just waited alone in that restaurant. It was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. He even went beforehand to go pick out the perfect table. I know. (laughs) And then. How romantic. He did get angry after she went upstairs after she was Mm -hmm. drunk and, you know, kind of dodging about the dog picture and just Mm -hmm. kind of acting really strange. And Lyle just wasn't really exactly picking up on what was going on. But, you know, I think he was definitely frustrated that she wasn't all with it because Mm -hmm. she was thinking about the escape the whole time yes she was and those pills and those pills (laughs) well guys that is all we have on parts three four and five but we have an amazing special segment coming up escape artist So, guys, our featured escape artist is Yoshi Shiratori, and he is known for escaping Japanese prison four 
times. Four different prisons he escaped from. Four different from. prisons? Yes. This guy's a genius. <laughs> he, he was like, this. these prisons are puzzles and I'm going to solve each oh, one. Which he did. To each their own. So I want to take you through those four escapes. In 1933, he was apprehended on suspicion of murder and robbery, and his first escape was from Amori Prison. I might be saying that wrong, excuse me. Uh, in 1936, so three years after he was apprehended, and he used a length of wire to pick the lock on his handcuffs, and Smart. somehow he was able to escape. He was recaptured and sentenced to life in prison. He then escaped from Akita Prison in 1942 by fleeing through an air vent in the prison's ceilings. He was rearrested again. Three years were added to his sentence, and he was incarcerated in Abashiri Prison. In 1944, just two years later, oh my <laughs> he weakened his handcuffs and the inspection hole on his cell door by rusting them with miso soup. Wow. Yes. <laughs> you can weaken them that much? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, and oh, after man. after World War II, so he was uh, escaped at this time, he mm -hmm. injured a man and that man died. And he so he was rearrested for that crime. <laughs> and then in wow. and that was 1946, just two years later again. He was sentenced to death. But in 1947, while he was waiting execution, he escaped by sawing through the floorboards of his cell with a sharpened piece of sheet metal, then dug his way to the bottom earth out with a bowl. <laughs> Those were his four attempts. And we have a picture of it, – it's actually um, a museum now, the prison – that he escaped from, and there is a reenactment of how he would have escaped through the, through the ceiling. So you can kind of see him climbing. Uh, he wow. would have gotten to the air vents in that manner. So he was quite the acrobat. <laughs> and That's incredible. At the age of 41, so he had been living as a free man, he ended up telling a police officer that he was an escaped convict, and he wanted to just, you know... And the cycle, he went back to jail. They ended up dismissing his murder allegation. They revoked his death sentence and instead sentenced him to 20 years in prison. And he stayed in jail until 1961, and he was paroled and released. Wow. So the so, first crime mm -hmm. he didn't do? Because it was a, that's what they... Uh, I... I yeah, I guess he was never actually sentenced maybe for murder in the first the first crime, but the man who died that he oh, yeah. did mm -hmm. uh, injure, that's the one that they revoked. I see. So he ends up dying of a heart attack in 1979. So he was officially free for 18 years. But boy, did he know how to escape. Yeah. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> it seemed really easy. So I don't know what, what's going on with the Japanese prisons, but. I know. I was like, I mean, structurally, maybe in the yeah, 30s and 40s, yeah. they weren't as sound. Yeah. But and I kind of appreciate that in the end, he's like, you know, I did this. I'm going to go serve my time. Yeah, I guess he was tired of running. <laughs> yeah, it, it. Yeah, the article that I read did say he was he was exhausted. Which well, it's a, an exhausting story. You're exhausted from hiding. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he needs to give Richard Matt David yeah. Sweat some advice here. Clearly, Miso he knows soup. what's up. Miso soup on top of the ground beef. On top. <laughs> oh, God. Miso so ground gross. beef. 
Um, well, all right. Well, way to go, Yoshi. Uh, I don't yes. Know. <laughs> I feel like that's such a weird thing mm-hmm. to cheer him on for. But um, all right, we got some news and gossip for you guys. After Buzz TV News. So Elle Magazine Online uh, did an article um, titled Why Patricia Arquette's Escape at Danamora Role Made Her Feel So Free. So Patricia Arquette Ooh. just won a Golden Globe, as we know, yes. for her role in the series. Her performance may have been award-winning, but the actress was also thrilled to represent women who didn't fit the Hollywood mold. And to feel free of the appearance police who've plagued her throughout her career. Arquette plays Joyce Tilly Mitchell, the real-life married prison worker who had an affair with two convicts. She says she didn't, but we know she did. Yeah. Um, she said it was really exciting to work with Showtime on this, and she told press backstage at the Golden Globes, because I never once heard the refrain that I've heard throughout my entire career, which is, is she attractive enough? Mm-hmm. Or, that's what she really looks like? But let's make her look like this. So she felt really free. Mm-hmm. Arquette also said one of her friends made a point of thanking her for making the show and representing Mitchell as someone attractive and sexual. Mm-hmm. She's quoted in saying, I got to play a woman without a typical Hollywood body type who's a sexual person unapologetically sexual, as we have seen, who's complicated and wants love. I have friends who don't have the typical body type, bigger women, and one of them said to me, hey, I really want to thank you for this project because it's the first time I, as a big woman, felt like I'm allowed to be a sexual Mm. being, not in a fetishized, fetishized, am I saying that right? Or joke way. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. A few years on from her groundbreaking 2015 Oscar acceptance speech in which she called for equal pay, Arquette says things are still a long way from being fixed, but progress has been made. But she also wanted to apologize for dropping an accidental F-bomb on stage (laughs) during her acceptance speech. I'm so sorry, she said, looking genuinely mortified. I can't take it back, but it was an unplanned F-bomb, and this is a very elegant occasion, speaking about the Golden Globes. So, that's our news and gossip on... Patricia Arquette. Yeah, and she won the SAG Award as well for Oh, yeah, that's right. Yay! Congrats, Patricia Arquette. We love you. Um, Maybe the Oscar. Oh, well. Is she nominated? Well, not for TV. Oh, oh, yeah, duh. (laughs) Duh. Brain fart, duh. No, we'll be cheering on a whole different set of people for that. Um, Let's get to some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, Heather, I know we talked a little bit about some of yours yes. already, but yes, yes, yes. how did you think it was all going to end? So, I definitely thought Tilly would try to find them and be unsuccessful. I thought that, or I, sorry, I think that um, Lyle and the guard will realize just what Tilly has done, and potentially Lyle would would go to the police and kind of confess what he thinks he's done, because I think he's a good guy at heart, and mm. I think that if he knew that his wife actually was doing this then he would do maybe do the right thing quote unquote uh i think with matt and sweat that they would escape to the mountains and they're gonna get violent at some point Mm -hmm. because they're gonna be like again caged animals even though they're out of the prison good point they're still they're in their own prison now now that they're on their own and they have nowhere to go Mm mm-hmm well, unfortunately, I already know what yeah. because it's hard when you're Googling news and gossip about yeah. the show. I, I can't not read a line or mm-hmm. two because it's just all over the place. And I had listened to this podcast with Ben Stiller not knowing he was going to give away spoilers. Ah. Um, so I knew just a few things. I didn't mm-hmm. know how it all played out. But I did think what I didn't know is how Lyle was going to handle everything. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know anything about, you know, if he... 
ever found out about it or like what what had happened. Obviously, mm-hmm. you see at the very beginning of the series that she is in yeah. prison mm-hmm. stripes. Um, but I feel like Lyle is such a loyal guy that yeah. I think that yeah. he probably was still not believing mm-hmm. that things were true. Yeah. Even though she was being investigated. Yeah. You know, and questioned by Bonnie Hunt in that first episode. So, like, will she ever confess to Lyle? Yes, actually. Or will she be like still saying, "I didn't sleep with them. Mm -hmm. This is a lie." Um, Blah blah blah. But I was super super stoked to see how it all played out, Mm -hmm. and it exceeded my expectations. Yes. Um, We cannot wait to talk about it in the next. Oh, so excited! Yes. Um, but before we go, Heather, where can we find you on social media? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram at 500 Days of Heather and Twitter at Heather Geisler. You guys can find me on Instagram at LMPowers15 and on Twitter at LesliePowers15. We will be back on Monday with our very last part where we talk about the last two episodes, six and seven, this amazing conclusion to this real life story. Please join us in the live chat if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe, and we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.